0: Uh, Welcome, guys, to another episode of uh, Those Muckrakers. Are are we on episode, what, 13 now? 14. Episode 14. We're 14 episodes deep. We've been doing this consistently for 14 weeks. Uh, We are the Muckrakers, the Rakers of Muck, publishers of political scandal. Uh, We are uh, the shouty radio people uh, and other names. Uh, We've also been been called um, uh, cucks, libtards, snowflakes.
1: What are the names we've been hit with? Uh we still don't have a Trump nickname. That would be the best oh, if you were like Crazy Pete and I was uh sleepy eyed Pat or something. Yeah, but that I feel would like be the best ever.
0: Yeah, but I feel like he'd give us he'd give us some really old racist, you know what I mean? Like uh, you know what? The new podcast by uh by Tar Baby Pete and <laughs> uh I don't know, I and, I don't have a lot of racial. Go ahead.
1: And and Porch Monkey Pat.
0: <laughs> and Chinaman Pat. You know what? It's sad. It has zero ratings. And he'd be right. We are sad. We have like 12, 12 dedicated listeners who I love, whoever you are. Uh, You're the best. I actually haven't been paying attention to who's listening anymore. I just gave up on promoting this thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, whenever you were promoting it, we had at least a couple extra people. So <laughs> you, you might have to get back to doing that. I'll start
0: that. pushing it again. Uh, yeah, so we're those muckrakers. We bring you the news every week. Uh, I'm Peter, uh, and I'm Pat and, uh, Pat, or as I sometimes call him by his Christian name, uh, Wilda, depending on how angry I am. Um, or, yeah. uh, or Pat Tholomew. Pat, I like Pat Tholomew. Pat, Pat Tholomew. <laughs> Mule? mew. Um, yeah, so we bring the news. Uh, and so there's been a lot, a lot that happened this week. Um, can I open up with Kanye West? Uh, yeah, sure. I've right. it. I just want to get it out of the way. Um, so Kanye West, uh, I believe, looked around and went, man, no one's paying attention to me. So uh, he goes on TMZ, like the sleazy like news site. He goes to their headquarters, so they're filming him, and he's just like, man, what can I do to get attention? He goes, I know. I'm a black man that struggled. I can say that slavery was a choice. So then he goes on, and he's like, 400 years? Really? As many of them as there were? That sounds like a choice to me. And then everybody flipped out and paid him attention. Um, and it's like, I don't care because he's a, he's a moron that, like, he, he's doing this to sell records. But what does bother me, and I believe The Daily Show brought up, is uh, he will now be used by the Tiki Torch people to justify uh, um, their, uh, their white supremacy. And that's what bothers me.
1: That sounds a lot like uh, Uncle Ruckus to me whenever he's talking about slavery. You know, saying, Oh, those white people did you such a favor, and all you had to do was a little work. But you refused to even do that much. Oh, oh, Kanye Ruckus.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, like, that's what Malcolm X was talking about, is that, like, you know, if anything, Kanye's an Uncle Tom. Yeah. Like, 100%. Like... He's better than everybody else. Because he started taking pictures with, like, Trump and all this stuff, and he's a big Trump fan
1: now. I misheard you at first and thought you said Malcolm X was uh, Uncle Tom. And I'm like, wait, did he just... Oh, no, he said Kanye. No, Kanye. No, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't... But, but, but Malcolm X is, like, the bizarro Uncle Tom.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, like... Dead opposite. I, we, you know, I've been teaching uh, my students. We've been doing civil rights, and we were talking about uh, Dr. King and Malcolm X. And I'm really, really, really trying to get them all to start calling people the white devil. <laughs> like I just, I told That's one of my a wonderful kids, phrase. I told one of my kids cause I gave him Malcolm X's biography earlier on in the year. Cause like, I was like, you need to read this. You'll really like it. And I told him to dad, I go, you know what? I was like down next time I go, I go, you really disappoint me. I gave you that biography like five months ago. You haven't once called me a white devil. And two, <laughs> I know you've seen Black Panther, and you have not once called me colonizer, and I'm super disappointed in you. And he's like, you'd get me thrown out for that. And I'm like, for what? Calling me the white devil? No. <laughs> like, I mean,
1: what? you wouldn't. His other teachers might.
0: <laughs> they might, but I couldn't. <laughs> there's no way I could write a kid up if he's like, hey, uh, hey white, hey, white devil. Hey, white devil. I mean, he told me, he told me one time, he goes, uh, you're teaching the white man's history. And I'm like, I'm trying not to. I yeah. Mean, yeah, there's a lot of the white man's history uh, in the. And, and, Malcolm
1: and, X was one of many things that helped me get off smoking, too. Because, I mean, in that book, he described how he would help. Uh, his fellow people get off of or you know when I say fellow people I mean the people that worked with him closely a lot of them were smokers and he helped them get off smoking by putting them in a room and telling them you can't come out of there till you're off it that's the white devil's hold on you that's the white man's hold he wants you smoking that because that's how he keeps you enslaved and I remember that because those same white people ha- do not have my best interest at hearts either Because yeah. from my point of view those are just the rich people who want control over the masses and And one way that they could keep you down is by keeping you addicted to something that's so expensive it strangles all the funds from you, all the spare funds from your account.
0: And it strangles your health. That's the other thing. Yep.
1: It keeps you to where you don't have the energy to be active with anything. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, And you getting off smoking helped me get off smoking, which is great. Um, and down the line as we affect other people's lives but yeah so Kanye West said that slavery was a choice and people are making fun of him and people are attacking him which is exactly what he wants Uh, I think the best thing to do for Kanye is to just nothing him you know simply stop following him on Twitter stop buying his albums just like nothing him if you stop feeding him he'll go away (laughs) yeah but it, it's just, it's bothersome because there's, there's, we're in a weird, you know, they, there's, there's always, like, revisionist, revisionism going on in history where we're changing our viewpoints back and forth, and there's a big push right now to, like, uh, for people to try to, like, undermine history and, like, minimize, you know, the, what actually happened and minimize the suffering of history, and it's, you know, like, uh, like the people are, even in science, there's a very strong political agenda in history. To uh, push a specific viewpoint, and that viewpoint is more often than not uh, white Christian revisionist history. Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll name call and they'll go, "Oh no, you're just trying to change it around to be more inclusive," and then that and the other. And I'm like,
1: "That's just that's <laughs> just the LGBT agenda. Yeah. That's just the you know the whatever agenda." Yeah, the, they call um, yeah they they love using agenda uh, but identity. Like, Identity politics. You're just doing identity politics. We want to get the identity out by not talking about race at all. So then we'll just, you know, keep doing the white man's history. Yeah, but you can't talk about history
0: and not talk about, like, especially in America, you can't talk about history and not talk about race.
1: Right, like that. But they're trying to pretend like you can, and that's why they say that's what they mean whenever they say you're uh, you're race baiting or whatever. You're um you're trying to bring up facts from the past.
0: So we are gonna yeah, you, you or, just,
1: the, or the present. Or you're the just present.
0: trying to teach history by bringing up facts from the past. Yes, yes, I am. I am the. Yeah. Uh, me, the white devil that I am, and, and bringing up things from the past. Anyway, yeah. So you, I wanted to you get Kanye you. out of the way first. A real dumb like statement, and it's especially harmful because he does have political influence in like the music world, and th- this is this is like this is gonna hurt people. And honestly, uh, I think that he's just doing it to sell albums.
1: He, yeah. I mean, that's the same reason why he uh, said that he supported. Trump is because that keeps his name in the headlines. I yeah. doubt he supports Trump. But he's doing this because I don't think he I think uh, I don't think he, he votes.
0: I mean like they also the neighborhood he lives in is like an all white neighborhood in like an all white part of California. Like he doesn't have any connection with his roots. Like Man. he's all about the money.
1: Ah, I mean, more than who someone votes for or claims they vote for is who are they actively supporting yeah. in everything that they do. Because I've seen way too many people online try to pretend like they're uh, what they call woke independents, which means they'll tell you that they voted for Obama and they did not vote for Trump. However, anytime you mention anything negative about Trump, they very quickly jump in with, Oh, no, 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 Hillary. And then they'll so wait, try to are deflect we, or divert or say we, that Trump's perfect.
0: Are we woke independents?
1: No, God, no. Um, I'm not going to use that phrase because it usually means a Trump supporter that likes to pretend like they're not a Trump supporter. No, 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 no. no, no. I mean in the so.
0: true in the true sense of the word. I don't mean are we white supremacists. I know that we're not white <laughs> supremacists. I mean, do you think that – what do you think our level of wokeness is on a scale of like 1 to 10? A
1: scale of like 1 to woke? Uh, yeah, 1 to
0: woke. Uh, uh, like Like woke means you see the code of the matrix – uh, one means you're just like, uh, you know what? I believe our government has our best interest in mind, and gosh darn it, we should support the hardworking men and women uh, of Congress.
1: Are we going to be graded on a curve? You know, based no. on
0: how other white people are. No, doing? No, 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 no. Because the, I'm not giving white people a curve. You can't give Nazi, You can't give Nazis a curve. That would be like if you're like, well, the Nazis, but what about Genghis Khan? <laughs> you don't get a right. curve for human suffering. Suffering is like, suffering. Okay,
1: I, I get that the Nazis killed a lot of people, but do you see this other guy? Who? That's yeah. way worse. So let's just go ahead and not talk about the Nazis anymore. That's what whataboutism is, basically, by the way. I'm surprised you try to say, <laughs> you know, well, Bill Clinton killed 50 people, so... Like, oh, God damn it. I'm
0: surprised that when they, we bring up the Holocaust, people are like, what about Genghis Khan? Huh? <laughs> yeah, well, what if, yeah, he killed people, too. It's, it's bad. Anyway, what are we on a uh, scale of, like, one to
1: woke, you know? Uh, I I will say, I'll give us a generous 7.5. You think we're a Just because, point? yeah, way too much, we have way too much white privilege to actually be able to see <sighs> things the way they are, but we want to. Yeah, and so I So that's still, why I'm giving us a passing grade.
0: Yeah, and I still struggle with identity politics. Not that, like, I'm mad and against them, like, ho, oh, ha, huh, what a, what come? Mm, he can't use the, ba-. like, I don't, I'm not, like, angry about identity politics. My brain is just slow, and I'm like, uh, do you. And I still call people ma'am and sir, like, not because, like, I'm like, you either, You either listen, where I come from, you got a penis or your vagina, and that's the way it is, man. It's not that. It's just that, like, I get confused, and I have, like, inbuilt speech patterns that were built in because my dad would beat the crap out of me if I didn't say sir or ma'am. So, like,
1: I'm still used to using gender-specific pronouns, and it's hard for me not to. I'll say the reason I like, or I do not like, Non-gender specific pronouns is because it's always plural, so it's like the royal we, but I, for I, everyone, I, they, them, their, or whatever. But it's like it's one person; it's not them. It's that guy, yeah, or part of, that part gal. Of, well,
0: the, my problem with that is part of I don't know, this is this is, and, and again, I, that that's just that's yeah. one of the things I struggle with. This is, is where I I'm downgrade saying. my own wokeness. I feel like calling somebody it or they or you know non-gender specific. Is, I, I didn't say it like that's. Yeah.
1: That's crossing the line to being disrespectful. I'm trying s- to keep it yeah, respectful. Yeah, going to say, well, that sounds that specific. sounds dehumanizing to me. You know, right? Well, that's why I'm using them or they or whatever, because yeah. that's not. But I see what you're saying. That sounds like you are calling to you. It feels like you're saying it.
0: Yeah, and I'm... whatever I, you I, say, I, them and you or are they. you are a human person, whether you identify as a man or a woman or like uh, a, a third or fourth gender. Um, you are a human being and like I suppose the way I navigate this is if you tell me what you want to be addressed as I will respect you and call you that
1: um, right. But it's still awkward to, like, whenever you're meeting someone for the first time, say, hey, uh, so what's your pronouns? Yeah. Which I guess ideally we should be able to do that. But there's a lot of people that would get yeah. – you know, either they don't know anything about this and they would just be confused. Or they well, would be actively offended by it if they had heard about it but they don't know what they're talking well, about. Well, that's why, so why my – like, bird, bird. That's
0: why my default is to just go with what I think the norm is and then if they correct me and I offend them, uh, you know, I'll be like – Just
1: apologize and mm-hmm. – yeah, I'll be like it's I'm like, sorry
0: I'm still sorry. working through this. So yeah, I downgrade my wokeness for that. I also downgrade my wokeness because years ago, and not too many years ago, but enough that I was in my late 20s, I didn't know that the term Chinaman was a racial slur. I
1: I still didn't know that Chinaman's a racial slur? Yeah,
0: it doesn't mean a man from China. It's it's yeah, it's it's like a racial slur. It's like it's yeah, you can you can't you can't use it like they are. But you
1: did you did use it earlier when if you said Chinaman Pat. So I guess that was uh, yeah. So I, I know yeah. So I
0: know it now. But yeah, my point is like that. I learned in like 26. I'm like, you what? You you mean that's not a man from China? They go,
1: no, it's not a China man. It's a Chinaman. And it's I was like, oh god, I've been we uh we also have a friend. I won't call any names, but he sometimes says stuff that's like super racially offensive, and he doesn't realize that it is like whenever he's talking to another friend, saying, oh yeah, that's nice when I met this nice strap guy over the other day, and I'm like, ah. Maybe you shouldn't the, tell your um new friend that.
0: Yeah, I think maybe you should just say oh, we met this Asian gentleman.
1: Right. Well, let uh, I me mean, just say, uh, <laughs> never mind that he may or may not have been Japanese, but <laughs> "Jap" is a yeah. racial slur for someone from Japan. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, so I down, I down, <laughs> I downgrade my. You're Maybe I'll downgrade my wokeness to a six. I feel like my wokeness <laughs> is my wokeness is There's, slightly above the average, like I, the national I have, average.
1: I have one other offensive thing to say. Ah, oh, what is it? I I'm offend, I'm offended by um, people who identify the term for people who identify as the gender they were born with being cisgendered. Now, I don't mind having a term for it, but can it not be like stationary gendered? Because trans makes me think of transit or in motion or going somewhere. Right, so right, right. Yeah. The opposite should be stationary, right? Well, what's Unless weird we're not is trying to identify as opposite. Well, what's weird is the, that term, works, the term. The but... term
0: cisgender sounds
1: oddly offensive to me. Like just the those the sounds of the word. Right, the word "cis" is what I have the problem with, right? Because it sounds like you're saying "cyst," you know, like the, an ugly growth or a malformation. It's like, eh, I don't really want to yeah. think of that every time. Yeah, no, it doesn't really a roll of off the, the
0: tongue. I feel like "transgendered" sounds so much more beautiful.
1: Right. So I could go with stationary gender, or are we gonna all just like uh, come up with a? better term for it or I think
0: we should just do it by the numbers, you know what I mean? <laughs> like just to like uh be like, are you a number one? Are you a number two? Or are you like a one point five? Like uh, right?
1: number one and number two, uh, since we're talking about genders here, oh, that yeah. automatically makes me think of using the bathroom. So are you a piss or are you shit? Yeah. Like, oh. Well also someone would be like,
0: my gender's number one, it means it's the best No, no, that's not <laughs> that's not what it means. Oh you're at all.
1: right. So we'd have to do like number one or A <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There's no good. There's no good system for it. Anyway, I didn't even think about. Yeah, number one, who
0: America? I wouldn't call us the wokest, America gender. I wouldn't call us the wokest podcast, but I do. I do feel like we're 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 trying for for yeah. two middle aged white guys. We're trying real hard.
1: Yeah, I mean. I... My, my laughter is just at how insufficient our own knowledge is at this it's like oh shit we have so much further to go so much more to learn
0: yeah one of my kid one of my one of the students I teach the other day told me that uh, he's like hey, uh you're from Georgia right were you part of the KKK <laughs> and uh, another student goes no stupid he wouldn't be he wouldn't be a teacher uh, in in New York uh, if he was and then another student chimes. and goes maybe he got kicked out and so they sent him up here <laughs> and I was you're like
1: your punishment for not being racist enough was that you had to go yeah. teach
0: in New York. Yeah, you have to go teach, uh, like, a, a school with, uh, with a small number of white kids. Um, I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I said, do I seem like a white supremacist? And then in another class, a student goes, hey, did you ever have any, any black friends? And I'm like, yeah. And they, they just went like, yeah, Oreos. I was like, what? And they are like, yeah. I bet they were white on the inside, black on the outside. I'm like, what is happening today? Uh... I don't know. <laughs> you teach civil rights, and suddenly you become a white supremacist.
1: Well, y- you said you wanted to be called white devil, and now they're treating you like one instead. <laughs> I'm getting what I... I'm reaping what I sowed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting what I deserve. I-, I don't get it. I passed out the Malcolm X book, and now suddenly everyone hates me. I'm just... <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> what happened what here? What is that? Look, I just, I just handed him the Malcolm X book and said, uh, you know...
0: US no, no. They're all dressed in identical black suits and call me the white devil. I don't know what's happening. Sometimes they just they stand in the hall in a nice, neat, respectful line and stare at me. <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> they're organizing Yep. They for they have union representation now. That's what I loved about um Malcolm X's biography and that's what I loved about the um the what do you call it? Uh the Nation of Islam. Uh And what it did before it, you know, uh, before Louis Farrakhan and and the the Honorable Elijah Muhammad went crazy was I love that it was, like, an organization that scared the shit out of, like, the, the white patriarchy because it's all these, like, it's all these black people and, like... All Suck of a sudden it, whitey. Well, they're wearing suits and they're like <laughs> like they're they're wearing nice suits and like they're just real respectful and like they're quitting smoking and like they're you know, like they're all reading the Quran and like it scared the shit out of white people and it was awesome. There's that scene in the um I mean, I believe it happened in his biography too, in the movie where like the cops uh beat one of the uh, members of the Nation of Islam and like he's the, he's at the he He's in the jail, and, like, he's beaten really badly, and they won't take him to the hospital. So, like, Malcolm X shows up and then calls the Nation of Islam, and so, like, the cops look out the window, and there's, like, uh, like like 200 Nation of Islam guys just silently standing outside, and they're like, oh, we better send this guy to the hospital. Yep. I love that. Like, that was the scariest thing in, like, the, the 1960s and 70s America was, like,
1: uh, when black people organized it. It terrified them. Uh, they're still scared of it to this day. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Colin it's calling and some Trump. Yeah, Kaepernick. Speaking t- of, yeah. Let's oh get, my God, yeah. Let's get on the, uh, let's get on the Trump train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is our, there are pages and pages of books here. Let, let, let me start with where I wanted to start with. All right, um, yeah. Hit me or with Or what? What I wanted my first thing to be. So remember how last week we were discussing how the current administration resembles a uh, a Batman's rogue gallery? Yeah, a rogues gallery. Yeah, when it's like, and now head of the EPA, the Riddler, and head of
0: Homeland Security, the the the, the... I don't know. I I don't know his
1: rogues gallery. I'm tired today. <laughs> the um. So I jokingly suggested that Mister Freeze was a villain in this story. Yeah, I remember that. And. Right after that, I discovered that one Mr. Foster Freeze, spelled F R I E S S, has entered the race for Wyoming's governor. Why does that name sound familiar, or is that just a coincidence? I, I mean, I texted you about it back when I discovered it. No. But yeah. Oh, and also, Mr. Freeze's uh, villain in Batman. Yeah, no, I know that. <laughs> Making sure we're was all on that, the same was that was that where you wanted
0: to start? You were like, "Ha!" I said, "Mr. Freeze," and now look, I'm Mr. Freeze.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, so he's a GOP mega donor who's a big supporter of Rick Santorum. Oh. If you don't know who Santorum is, oh, Google God. his name. Oh,
0: I, I dislike that dude with
1: a just a passion. Yeah. He, uh, he's the now, kind of Mr. Freeze. Uh, go ahead. About Rick, Santorum. Rick Santorum is the kind of guy I want to bully. Uh, uh, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> like I Mr. want to Freeze just go up to Rick Santorum. In- go ahead. Contracept. Hey, Mr. Freeze believes that contraceptives are too expensive to be provided to people, so he um, not only believes in abstinence only, but he says that uh, women can use aspirin as a contraceptive.
0: Oh, is he the one that's like, just hold it between your legs, ladies? Yep, get it? <laughs> yeah, keep your legs <laughs> closed. Um, also, uh. you can go cut your dick
1: off and shove it up your own <laughs> ass, and that will also help all of us. Um, and also, he believes that the wealthy should have to pay 0% in taxes because they should have control over where their money goes to support. Well, why can't I say, motherfucker, we should all get to do that.
0: Yeah, all right, fine. Let's do it for everybody. I'm done paying taxes. How about I pay taxes into what I... So I'm going to put my money into welfare. You put your money into, like, I don't know, paying prostitutes to hold aspirin between their legs while you, like, try not to jerk off, you weirdo. Fine, put your money into that. We'll see where
1: the nation goes. Yeah, I mean, I don't want my money to go into Ben Carson's $100,000 desk.
0: It was my wife. So. It was my wife that bought the desk. She and used it's still our tax wrong, money that paid for it. She used the wrong <laughs> credit card, and I am very sorry. But I will not <laughs> I will not give that money back.
1: Oh, and uh, Mr. Freeze has also said that Obama was born in a zoo, Wanatoo, because of course he's racist, too. Oh, so, wait, so he's go. not
0: even mispronouncing it? He's just like... Just being racist, uh, just straight up? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he called it Zuwana 2
0: in Africa. Fucking asshole. Um, Yeah, man, like, these people gotta go. Like, it's just, it's getting ridiculous. This dude just opened the door to, like, he's like one of those Stephen King uh, stories that are like, and then the door opened to a dimension full of unimaginable horrors. Watch as they pull through. A man that thinks contraception should be illegal. A man that (laughs) thinks that this man shouldn't be president because he's black. Witness this. A woman who thinks that all other women should be
1: owned by a man. Like, you're just like, oh, oh, this is all the worst things. Uh, Speaking of these people having to go, well... Uh, Apparently the tide of law is starting to push back against that because one judge has said that uh, Manafort's case may not be able to go forward because he believes that Mueller is trying to impeach the president using the results of this case, which is fucking stupid. So I sent, yeah, I sent, was this the
0: article I sent you? Yeah, yeah. I sent you this article. That's why I said stuff to make your blood boil. This judge, instead of doing his job as a judge and judging the facts, keeps throwing in like extemporaneous
1: stuff like, Oh yeah, Will, I, I bet you're doing this just to hurt Trump, aren't you? Okay, well either way... We're, the... we're going where the facts lead us, and if the facts lead us to he should be impeached because he's a fucking monster, then yeah. Does it matter if
0: the federal... If Does it matter if the prosecution has it in for you or not, as long as they're doing their
1: job? Uh, it's, uh, hold on. I, like, let me just read the text I sent you. That's like saying, sorry, ma'am, your husband's murderer has to go free because the prosecutor in that case actually wants the murderer's guilty plea to help him arrest the governor who paid the guy who, to murder your husband. Yeah. So, well, give us, uh, give, the us thing sorry, give us, sorry, give us, so give us
0: the background on this case for people who didn't read the CNN article. Uh,
1: the Manafort case?
0: Yeah, yeah. The, well, not the Manafort case, the, the, specific
1: thing that we're talking about in case people that we're talking to have not read this article i mean i've barely read the article i just know that um the judge is trying to say that we don't want anyone in this country to have unfettered power right so he doesn't want Mueller to just be able to go around and people when um honestly doing this would then allow trump to have unfettered power because we can never get him on any of the bullshit Yeah, so it's
0: a judge that's, like, hearing some of the stuff about Manafort and is trying to argue that this is just a stunt to hurt Trump, but he hasn't, he's not saying anything about the validity of the stuff against Manafort, he just, he just thinks that, like, Mueller has it out for Trump, but, like, that doesn't have anything to do right now, this case is about Manafort, and if he broke the law. Right. So... That's that and whole thing that like Mueller
1: is a guy who will follow the facts wherever they lead
0: him. Right. And that's that's, the, it. that's what bothers me about this whole thing is like if you're, you're
1: a fishing expedition If your
0: president is exonerated, okay then. You know what? I can live with that. It, he skirted the law, but whatever, he got off. Fine. Justice was served. But if the evidence leads back to like he broke laws, uh, you know, he's doing things that are illegal, then we have to follow that. It's the same with Hillary Clinton. I don't have any love for Hillary Clinton, but none of the investigations, and there were plenty and they were thorough, turned up any uh, evidence of criminal misconduct or wrongdoing. And they investigated
1: her over and over and over again. Just to keep that in the headlines, just so it looked like she's a criminal, but it's just the same thing. Therefore, so what? They
0: bring up Bill Clinton. Well, guess what? Bill Clinton was impeached during his presidency. Justice yes. was served. You know what I mean? Hillary was thoroughly investigated by, like, Republicans that hated her. Justice yep. was served.
1: But the point, By is, the way, th- Trump isn't even being investigated by Democrats. So oh. he is getting way more fair treatment well, that's than what, Hillary. Ever and that's what, the, that's what the guy goes. That, I
0: was arguing with the guy about it, and he's like, this is just an attempt by the DNC. And I went, no, 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 no. I said, this isn't. The DNC is not investigating. They are not investigating any of this.
1: This is the Justice Department. Yep. Like this is and our the just depo- the Republican Justice Department, yeah. by the way. Appointed by Republicans who are appointed by the current president. And this is what bothers me about this bias. They say, Oh, if it would be like if a cop arrested
0: me for committing a crime, I'm like, You're just biased. You just don't like me. Well, does that matter if I committed a crime? Whether the cop liked me or not, as long as he did his job by the
1: letter of the law. But, That's my and point. Spe- speaking of him appointing people that are Uh, investigating him, Rosenstein is actually being threatened.
0: Oh, yeah. So they – so some – I love that Rosenstein basically called them cowards. Somebody pulled up or started the rumor that they've – somebody has floated articles of impeachment for Rosenstein,
1: but they didn't sign their name to it. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Rosenstein – yeah. They're uh, they're leaking to the press his articles of impeachment just to try and extort the fucking uh, deputy attorney general. And he came forward to say, uh, da, 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 um, if he believes being asked to do, uh, wait.
0: Yeah, he basically said the Justice Department is not going to be extorted. He said, yeah. like, no one who floated these articles of impeachment had their courage to put the name on it, which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, oh, Here we
1: go. So this is someone who wants to impeach him, Mr. Meadows, the chairman of the Conservative Freedom Caucus. I was accidentally reading his quote. God, I hate the, the free- I hate the Freedom Caucus so much. I wish yeah. they would be free to leave the United States. They uh they were born of um, Obama. It's just like a bunch of angry white people that are all like, "Ooh, the black guy got into the White House!" And, and uh, so they made their Freedom Caucus. But uh, so Mister Meadows, uh, the Grand Wizard of the Freedom Caucus. Thank you. Is saying, thank you for that. I, I
0: do. <laughs> Look, I you know, man, I don't say it enough, but I do appreciate you, and I do I appreciate you so much calling him the Grand Wizard of the Freedom Caucus, and I kind of <laughs> want it to stick.
1: I that's if muckraker's can do anything it would be making that his mr meadows official title yeah uh, if, uh, so this is meadows quote if he believes being asked to do his job is extortion then rod rosenstein should step aside and allow us to find a new deputy attorney general preferably one who's interested in transparency um, I so think they're, they're, that that came out after he called yeah. it extortion for them wanting to impeach him. Well, the point is, it's transparent. But here's what here's what these people
0: don't seem to understand: that the guy that you like is being investigated, and they're like, no, they've been proved. I go right because the investigation has to investigate, gather the facts, create an airtight case, then present it. That's when you start right. seeing the convictions and things go to court, right? But by trying to say, like, no, this has been found, like, well, investigations don't progress.
1: What they're arguing is, well, you know, he hasn't been found guilty in a court of law yet. Ergo, we shouldn't have a trial. Right. So they said the
0: same, yeah, (laughs) Uh, he hasn't been found guilty yet, so we shouldn't try him to see if he's guilty. It's because, like, this is, like, this is, like, one-upsmanship. This is all about, and we said it before, this, my guy won... And I don't want because I, I like my guy and I identify
1: with my guy. I don't want to see anything bad said or happen to him. And that's and that's why we we go back to the whole woke independent thing earlier. It's like if we were truly independent, then let's say Hillary won and she was found guilty of something, we wouldn't defend her. We'd be like, oh shit, yeah, fucking get her out of there. Then we'll uh, let Tim Kane be president.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like if you if you commit a crime as a politician, I absolutely believe that you should be held accountable for it. That's why we talked last week about. Um, Ola, what's his name from minnesota and the sexual uh scandal with him and it was just like i liked him as a politician i thought he he was a very good he was a i felt like he was kind of a philosopher politician uh what's his name he wrote for saturday night live forever he was Stuart smalley you know what i'm talking about um nah i don't he was the guy that the picture was taken when he was on a comedy tour of him like touching the sleeping woman's boobs and like she didn't know it and all oh that. oh
1: oh! i know who you're talking about fuck what's his name yeah. um
0: I I felt like he was a really good he was a very strong democratic politician and he had he weighed out decisions and things and he was very good for his people but the thing is um as much as I hate it when you are at that level of power and so many people's lives and like well-being depend on your basically like on your record and like your you have to be morally I think above like, your moral fiber has to be a notch above the common man, right? And if it's not and you haven't lived a life like that, then, like, you maybe don't get to be... You don't get to do that job, you know?
1: You are. As they say... Okay, you, I... Go ahead. I Googled uh Democratic politician touching boobs and a picture of his face came up, but that doesn't help me because it doesn't give me his name. He
0: was from Minnesota. He wrote for SNL. Just, I... Just... Oh, my God. All you have to do is type in... Uh, a Democrat for Al Franken yeah Al Franken yeah yeah God we're so old we we, can't remember stuff
1: we we brought that up uh, last week I think and we're saying that that's a good litmus test it's like well did you want him to be thrown out or not yeah, yeah, like he—he he had to go. Up, he and went that, beyond the pale, so and that—that that, that. and that—and to me, that hurts me greatly because I thought that he was good for the cause. But at the same he, time, he would have—he was good for the cause. But we can't—we have to maintain our moral high ground, and, and we have to make sure that smart people continue to realize that we are yeah, in the right. And not just that, but like you can't
0: abuse women and like yeah. be and, and and be at that be at that level. And like that's like, you know, um, in other news. Uh, to talk about uh, political people. Have you heard about the new guy running for governor of Georgia? Hmm. Oh, that's, Possibly. That's great. So he, he ran a, a bunch of people are kind of pissed off. He ran a commercial where he's pointing a gun at a teenager.
1: Yes, I saw that video. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. And he's just like, couple the, rules for for, uh, for dating, dating my m- daughter, dating my daughter and me running for governor. And then he loads the gun, still pointing at the kid. The kid's like, yes, sir. It's, and I'm like, you a, are a it, f- it, fucking it, psychopath.
1: It's technically not pointed directly at him. It's sort of in front of him, but uh, it's you know a shotgun's a scatter shot, so yeah. it would nick him if he fired it.
0: But that whole dumb, just like, "Hey son, do not you come on in and hear your dating My daughter. I'm just cleaning my gun." Like, yeah. Okay, I get it. It was kind of a funny joke from the '50s,
1: but like, <laughs> you, you, you're you're a psycho. Like. There was a yeah. really great um a Which lot of kids his age have been getting shot lately, so yeah. maybe that's in bad taste. Right yeah, it's also
0: in bad taste. Kinda like you've heard about uh, how the uh, the NRA is having their big uh circle jerk in Dallas, right? Uh, no. Yeah, so they're having their big circle jerk in Dallas. Of course the president's gonna the president went to speak there because uh. it's like he can always, he'll get tons of support, Because right? gun right. nuts love him. Um but uh, uh, I thought it was weird that the NRA is so insensitive to hold their big meeting in Dallas and a president shows up in a place where a president was historically assassinated with a guy with a gun. Yep. Like, no one else saw that? I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like, if I was the president, they were like, hey, we're having a gun convention in Dallas. You want to come?
1: I'd be like, yeah, fuck no, because that's where the other president got shot. And I'm not going down like that. Yeah, that's also where we had a, a police mass shooting a couple three years ago now.
0: Yeah, we're all like, Woo, guns, woo, and like, oh God.
1: So so just speaking of our president being a criminal, I just want to run through very quickly why we believe he's a criminal. Alright, yeah, just lay out s- lay out the case and I'm gonna probably whataboutism <laughs> you all the way through. <laughs> oh yeah, well in two thousand three Hillary admitted to accepting money from foreign donors. Says who but anyway. <laughs> Says who <laughs>
0: all right yeah lay, so lay out the case about why we think the president is guilty
1: so, so, so the one i'll go through quit uh, more quickly is um at first is whenever he fired uh james comey for the russia investigation for refusing to say that he wasn't uh the subject of investigation and making that publicly known that he wasn't being investigated trump Demanded loyalty from Comey and said, you also got to tell everyone that I'm not being investigated in the Russia scandal. And whenever Comey wouldn't do that, he fired him. Now, you could say, says who? Right? Like, says who? Who says that he fired him? Uh, The president did on national television. He went on national TV and was being interviewed by someone. And he said, yeah, I fired him because of the Russia thing. Yeah. He admitted Um, to it. So there it is. That's obstruction of fucking justice. That is an impeachable offense by itself. So a lot of the
0: things that he's in trouble for, he could have scooted by had he not talked about them. For instance, the uh, payment to Stormy Daniels has gotten him in trouble for breaking uh, campaign fund rules because it was unreported. And if I understand correctly, it doesn't matter where the money came from. It's that if the intent of the money was to sway uh, an election as in— Public opinion. Yeah, to sway public opinion in an election— Uh, then that money has to be reported and it was over the amount for campaign finance, right? So he would be... So right there, there are two crimes and neither one of them uh, probably would have been real hard to make them stick had he not admitted
1: to them. Um, Right, so uh, originally in a plane, uh, an interview in a plane, he said, I don't know anything about it and that's probably the marching orders from his lawyers, right? Just deny, deny, deny. Yeah. Well, Cohen has been raided and a lot of shit's gone down since then and Cohen continues to... or continues to say that um, he didn't pay Stormy Daniels, but um, his new lawyer, what's his name? Uh, v- again, v- v- Ruda- Rudy, Rudy, Giuliani? Rudy Giuliani. Oh yeah, yeah, the the guy that screamed America at yeah. the RNC. Wonderful, wonderful speech. You should look it up. Uh, <laughs> anyone listening, go. Google Rudy Giuliani RNC speech. It is amazing. And if you want to see how unhinged he is, Just look even, up a highlight reel. If
0: you want to see an even better version, look up the uh, super deluxe uh, Vic Berger version. Is some of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, so Rudy admitted that it was, uh, or admitted that Trump paid Cohen back cause because eventually Cohen did say that he paid her off but he said he did it from his own money without the president knowing about it because the president's a friend and he wanted to take care of this even though it's all lies. Yeah. He just wants to take care of this. Then Rudy Giuliani says no that was the president reimbursing him for doing that so he did know about it but then realizing oh shit that's actually making it a campaign finance violation he uh, quickly walks it back and says oh well that was just because he was on retainer so he already had the money through the retainer to pay them off so it was not a campaign finance violation, except then Rudy Giuliani said, well, "But could you imagine what would have happened if it was an October surprise and it came out then? So we had to make sure that she didn't talk about it then." Right. Uh oh, that makes it a finance violation again. Yeah. Womp womp. So those are just. And like- also at at this point, uh, Trump has also gone on to Twitter to admit that yeah 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 I did this. All this is true. Right. So he's not even denying it anymore. So
0: that's it. Those are the crimes he's committed to. Now we don't know how
1: deep oh, he goes. Invest- oh, there's oh, more. Oh, yeah. This is the big one. Uh, the whole Trump Jr. and uh, Russia talking in Trump Tower. Okay, so there was
0: a meeting in Trump Tower between known Russian operatives representing the government and Trump Jr., right? Now, right. the argument uh, the argument listen. for a long time was if Trump was actually informed of the meeting or not because he had plausible deniability, right?
1: Right. So um, Trump Jr. was going to meet with... Uh, Natalia Veselnitskaya, right? Mm-hmm. And she is an operative for Putin. She works for... She is a government spy from Russia. That came out uh, just this week that she is 100% a government spy.
0: Because they were trying to argue that she was just a Russian lawyer.
1: Right, they tried to argue that she's a Russian lawyer just taking orders from Putin, which is the definition of being a spy for the government. But anyway, <laughs> so... This is what Trump Jr. did was definitely conspiracy against the United States because she said, hey, I have a lot of dirt on Hillary. Do you want it? Will it help you in your campaign? He's like, yes, that sounds wonderful. I would love this dirt on Hillary. Can we meet somewhere for you to give it to me? Russian lawyer Natalia. And she's like, yeah, sure. And let's meet in Trump Tower. And so the story changed. Trump Jr.'s story about what happened changed like seven or eight times, Mm -hmm. as you would expect an innocent person's story to do. Right, as as they uh, do. As they do. Right. And uh, so they met there, and uh, his first story was like, we were just talking about adoption, but of course... Then it came out that the reason why it went from adoption to they were talking about dirt on Hillary is Trump Jr. released all of the email exchanges between himself and her. Oh, yeah. So that was when
0: the New York Times had some of the emails and we're going to release them. Uh, And it was kind of a cool fake out what they did. And this is how they found out which emails are missing. So they were just like, yeah, we're going to release the emails. So then he releases a bunch of emails so they can look at the ones he released and then look at the ones that were omitted and go, ha, ha, he just now we know which ones are
1: important. Yeah, yeah, that is, um, not only is that amazing, but also the reason he did it is because he is stupid enough to believe his father when his father says that the media twists his words, and. In their minds, what the media does is they take stuff out of context and edit and just rearrange stuff and splice it all together to make him sound bad. In reality, they're not doing that. They're just putting down exactly what he says in context. Yeah, they and don't just need to. People if, see if, it. if
0: you twisted anything he said, it would make more sense and probably sound less incriminating.
1: Yeah. So Trump Jr. believing that they might take the articles out of, or the emails out of context, just release them all, which then is a public admission that all this happened and here's all the evidence and also it says in the head or in the subjects of the emails you know dirt on hillary clinton want to (laughs) collude so yeah so we have all that now and it came out this week that yeah she is 100 percent a government spy so did trump know about this before it happened uh, Which would put Trump directly well, at, colluding with Ru- Russia. So
0: at the time, before you reveal this, at the time of Fire and Fury, there was a great uh, part in there by Steve Bannon where he finds out this happened. He goes, what What are you doing? He's like, you don't meet with the Russians directly in your own home. You send your lawyer to meet their lawyer at like a Holiday Inn in Connecticut. You bunch of amateurs? Yep. So, all right, so then the argument is that like so, uh, Trump so had at, no knowledge of this meeting at all to keep him safe.
1: Now, there is, if you look at the dates of the emails and the dates of when this meeting took place, right after that, Trump went on TV and that's when he said the famous quote, Russia, if you're listening, we hope you can find your way to finding the 20,000 missing emails and release them. So that sounds like he definitely heard about it after it happened. Yeah. Because they said that they had 20,000, or they had all of Hillary's emails, and then he went on TV and committed fucking treason by directly asking a foreign power to, to help him To interfere them in the election, sway, yeah. Yeah, which uh, his um, supporters always have this thing they do where they come out and say what he meant was. And in this case, what he meant was, oh, he was just telling a joke. He was joking. But if you look at the sequence of events, Trump Tower to the TV, or to the meeting, to the emails, to him doing... The, it looks like he was in on it the entire time. But there's still no and there's still no proof another, that he was in any way involved with the meeting, right? There is one anonymous phone call that came in right before it happened, mm. which looks like... It's very likely him that called in ahead of time to make sure that the meeting was being set up right. But so far, we don't have any right. hard and fast proof that he is that anonymous caller.
0: But that still convicts his yeah. son of uh, colluding right. with a foreign government to affect the election, which I assume is treason. So either way, Don— It's, um, yeah. it's
1: conspiracy against the United States. Treason is so hard to um oh, yeah. to even, someone on.
0: Even that guy back during uh, 2001 or 2002, during the uh, Af- the beginning of the Afghan war, the American Taliban. Taliban guy who took up arms who was an American kid, went to uh, Afghanistan and was captured taking up arms against the United States Army. They still couldn't get him for treason. I remember that very specifically because I was on a like uh, high school debate team and one of the subjects I had to research was, should he or should he not be tried for treason? And by all definitions of like how you can try somebody for treason, he was 100% uh, they could have convicted him. Uh, for treason, but they chose not to pursue it. I guess because it's just real hard to make it stick. Even though he was captured with a gun in Afghanistan with the Taliban going, "Death to America!" Yep. So if so, yeah, so if they can't, if they didn't try to not try, decided to not try him on treason, it's going to be hard to
1: probably get old Don Jr. on treason charges. I, but he'll still very likely be going to prison for the rest of his life we hope with his father but we've never arrested an american president before right? i still
0: don't think we will
1: um i i honestly like i really do think now even though it sucks that he might just get away with it all and get to go free the fact of the matter is is that everyone around him is starting to go down now there really yeah. is a deep swamp that is being drained here, which... Now, keep in mind that draining a swamp in a natural wetland is actually horrible for the environment, but given who he put in charge of the EPA, yeah, draining uh, the swamp sounds about Well, here's right.
0: the thing. Is, like I said, remember, he's in bed with some really nasty people if he is yeah. indeed uh, laundering uh, money for the Russian mob. So, so if <laughs> we don't lock him up in a prison the Russians might have him killed. Prison might be the safest place for him, you know. I mean everyone else who had anything to do with any of this stuff in Russia has mysteriously taken a swan dive off a balcony or eaten nerve gas or you know what or, I mean like or,
1: tripped and fell on a bullet.
0: Yeah, tripped and fell on a bullet, down an elevator shaft and then like gotten up and <laughs> slipped and fell on an axe until their own head was you know like uh yeah, so it's like it's he's in he's in he's he's going to get it from all sides. He's got but the thing is, and here's here's the big the showdown that's about to happen. So they're arguing that an American president cannot be subpoenaed, and the problem with that uh, is they're yep. arguing that an elected official is above the law. I don't think so. I don't think that you you are unable to be subpoenaed just because you're president. You're not a king.
1: Hey, and uh, so. He can be subpoenaed. It's never happened before, yeah. but it definitely can happen. Well, they're now, trying to they're trying to use to they're trying the to fifth, use executive privilege to save him. That's their whole. Well, you know,
0: the president gets special leeway that other people. He even complained the other day that I can't get my job as president done because the Mueller investigation is impeding my ability to be president. Okay, then step aside and let Pence govern while you sort this out. Yeah, that's an option. Yeah. You know, that's why you have a vice president. Allow the vice president to run the country, fully comply with the investigation,
1: close the books, bing, bam, boom, come back and be president again. You have that option. So, can he just ignore the subpoena? That's actually what he's doing right now, mm-hmm. but uh, he can't ignore it forever. And hold on, I linked myself to an article that, let's see. Legal showdown is brewing between President Trump and the man leading the probe into the Russian election interference. Special Counsel Robert Mueller has signaled he wants to talk to the president. He actually uh, started floating the idea of subpoenaing him a few months ago whenever he first released all the questions. Oh, yeah, so he released all the questions he wants to answer the president to the New York Times. There's, there's, um, There's actually a whole thing about that. Trump, it looks like now that Trump is the one that leaked the questions in order to try and invalidate Mueller's investigation. Here's why, because there's a shitload of spelling errors in it, and <laughs> Mueller, <laughs> Mueller's team is fucking airtight. There's no chance in hell that, that he would have any errors yeah, that, that in it whatsoever. Sense. Well,
0: I mean, that's like the other thing that came out recently that no one's talking about is Trump lied about his fitness report. Remember the one yeah. that like we all said he wrote, and everyone's like, no, it was the doctor. The doctor just came out and said, yeah, I didn't write that shit. Trump dictated it. Uh, and that's why yeah. it's, that's why it says a bunch of shit that no medical report ever says like uh, definitely the most stamina I have the stamina of a bull who is also five other bulls probably the strongest president to ever live
1: definitely doctor says I would be the strongest Avenger <laughs> Definitely stronger than Obama, okay? And my penis is twice as long. It's a a beautiful, big, black penis, just like Obama's. (laughs) Sometimes they call me Trump Ragnarok because I'm going to (laughs) bring
0: about the end. Wait, hold on. No, that doesn't make... You know what? Am I still dictating this in the doctor's note? Oh, shit.
1: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I wrote that down in Yeah, No Shit News, is that um, he dictated his 2015 letter. Yeah. The healthiest (laughs) individual ever elected to the presidency. By the way, Dr. Harold Bornstein, he's the... um, the doctor that I said the other day looked like a a, a hobo stole a corpse's suit and <laughs> yeah. became a doctor. I
0: love the way you describe it. It's like fucking old junk panjo found a dead
1: doctor and took over his practice. Yeah. Right. Oh god, we have like twelve minutes till the hour mark. So yeah. All right. Oh my god, we're gonna have to like double time this. So uh, that's fine. His doctor of thirty five years was not only fired but illegally raided. This is yet another crime that Trump has committed. Um. It uh, violates the HIPAA Act by having just a bunch of hired goons break into a doctor's office and rummage through all of his records for 35 minutes and just steal everything related to Trump. Right, but he here's... could have just asked for all of his files. Yeah,
0: right. He could because they're his files, so he can just order them. Like, I can go to the doctor right now and go, give me all the files you have on me, and they have to. Right. And I'm not president. But he
1: didn't do that. But, uh, the reason he did this is because uh, his doctor, the corpse guy, said that Trump <laughs> junk Pan Joe. stuff to call grow him, his hair.
0: Call him Junkpan Joe. He's Junk Pancho. Junk well
1: here's here's how you
0: know Trump's a really old man. And we forget that he's our he like our oldest elected president. Here's how you know he's really yep. old. Because like in the sixties, uh, you know what I mean? Like in the seventies, you would break in someone's office and steal their files, right? And you would have their files. Right. You know what happens right. if I break into an office and steal all the files in twenty eighteen? It's probably on the computer and in the cloud. Yeah, they just go Backed on the up. they
1: they probably just go on the cloud or to their flash drive and go, Yeah, I still have them, jackass. Like, you can't even, like, steal their computers anymore and have the files because it's all backed up in the cloud. Yeah, so they're that just, they like, the Information's just floating in the air. Don't yeah. have your hired goons steal that.
0: Yeah, so you're doing some kind of fucking, like, 60s fucking, like, we get the files off all of the internet. And so. you scrubbed all the, because I'm sure it's, it's, he's a medical guy. I'm sure he backs up all his files on the internet.
1: Yeah. So uh all their doctors are leaving. The other doctor the other White House doctor that said that he was um tall and not fat. He is <laughs> sorry. I, he... <laughs> medical diagnosis they said I'm tall and not fat, okay? That that was his diagnosis, right? Well yeah. but that guy is also embroiled in scandals now and that's why he couldn't become the guy in charge of the VA. Yeah. So but not only is he not getting that job, but he's losing his other job too because oh, it wasn't just a witch hunt, he really is uh, chopped full of scandals, and Mike Pence knew he was and tried to warn Trump that he was eight times, and Trump just ignored it every time. It's pretty bad and when fucking. It's pretty
0: bad when the guy. Uh, my favorite Pence meme was like, why does Pence always look like the guy who's about to outlaw the X Men? <laughs> so I'd say it's pretty bad when that guy's like, hey, I gotta warn you, this guy's kind of a piece of shit, and you're just like, no, he's fine. He's my favorite hobo doctor that stole, you know, my real doctor died, but this guy found his body
1: and just has been my doctor ever since. I don't, know yeah. if he's, I don't know if he knows what he's so, doing, but I like him. All right, so, also this week, Mueller's 49 questions to President Trump, proving that collusion is still very much on the table, came out. And Trump's, the first thing he did was tweet, see, these questions prove that there's no collusion. It's all a witch hunt. Not one question is about collusion. And his followers believe it because the word collusion, like, yeah. th- the so. no, no one question was, did you collude, right? Well, why would you ask that? Because you're trying to
0: with with court. You're trying to prove intent, right? That's what, like, so yeah. with campaign so, finance, yeah. if you can prove the intent was to uh, was to influence the campaign, then it's illegal. Um, with collusion, yeah. if there was intent or conspiracy, which is all about intent, then it's illegal. Like, so that's why the questions are very intent oriented.
1: Um, here's the very first question. Keep in mind, the first national security advisor, uh, Michael Flynn, he um he was fired whenever. I mean. Trump hired him, he was on for a while, and then he was fired because he was colluding with the Russians, so we know for... And I think Flynn's already pled guilty anyway, right? I think Flynn was just like... They were like, hey, Flynn, what was that chant you used to say? And he's like, uh, luck
0: her... Yeah, yeah, fuck you, Flynn.
1: So, the very first question is, what did you know about phone calls that Mr. Flynn made with the Russian ambassador, Sergei Kislyak, in late December 2016? very first question is about collusion, collusion. yeah well and I want Trump is too stupid <laughs> to know that that's what the question's about well I,
0: that's why they're asking him like that so I want to be because like because he's
1: gonna perjury the shit out of himself because yeah. he's too stupid to answer so that's the offer. other
0: thing they call it they go it's just a it's a legal trap it's just a set up and trap yeah that's what the law does Trump, they want you Trump
1: doesn't Trump doesn't believe it's a trap. Everyone around him is trying to tell him that. He's surrounded. But also, by- it's not a. It also, it's not a trap because it's just fucking regular proceedings. <laughs> it's, and none of these questions are above. It's like if the of what police a should have. It's
0: like if the police arrest you for murder, and they're like, "Hey, did you murder that guy?" So the trap it's is if entrapment. I go, yeah, yeah, I did. Then they're like, "Ah, I got you." And I'm like, "That was a trap." <laughs> no, you broke the law, you piece of crap. I really just... I've been diving, sitting on this, and I just want to say it. If you got collusion problems, I feel bad for you, son. i got 49 questions, but collusion ain't one. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I sit so, on jokes. So,
1: um, let's see. Who is it? Jay Sekulow is the one believed to uh, have... Le- well, he's... Okay, let me start over. Jay Sekulow received the phone call from Mueller about two months ago, and Mueller went through everything that he'd like to talk to Trump about. Based on that phone conversation, he compiled this list of 49 questions to sort of give Trump, you know, a rundown of what all he'll be asked. In these 49 questions, 5 are about Flynn, 21 about Comey, 9 about Sessions, and 14 is about coordination with Russia. Now if as soon as if... these questions were put together, John Dodd quit after he had <laughs> <Trump>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love John Dodd's like, oh fuck this. I'm out. Yeah. That was Peace. everybody This is something that uh, I think the Daily Show started to put a compilation together yeah, on. Yeah, these are um,
0: these are real good questions. I'm out.
1: These are uh, all of Trump's lawyers before and on TV, before and after they've spoken with Mueller. All of them immediately, you know, before Mueller will be like super confident and cocky and whatever. And right after they just look like they've seen a ghost. Like, oh, oh, I mean, oh. And that's whenever they're the most ranty and rambly on TV. Yeah, because they realize this shit's for real. Yeah, because I feel like.
0: Cause you Not know, you know, Mueller him. fought in Nam, so I feel like Muller's coming out of them with the fury of like of fighting the Viet Cong in the jungles. Where Mueller, they're just like, oh. so they. I went in a room with him, and he just kind of did the thing from Apocalypse Now, and it scared the shit out of me. Yep. Like he just he was all in shadow, and he just kept going. The horror. Then he told me I was just a. Aaron boy, uh, sent by a grocery clerk to collect a bill, and then he killed a bull with a machete. It was fucking scary, man. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, but that's the thing, like, you can make all the jokes you want and, like, argue that, like, the investigation, but, like, this shit is for real, and the, the only thing that scares me about the political machine is if, like, he ignores the subpoena, um, (coughs) and claims executive privilege with enough congressional support to undermine the Justice Department. That's what worries me. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't have full congressional yeah. support, but he does have enough so that, like... You, you know what Like, he could, like, with enough until support... Until
1: after the 2018 midterms.
0: Yeah, so up to that point, this is where... After the midterms, if the, if the things change, then I will feel a lot safer in that, like, he won't have a strong power base in Congress. But up until that right. point, I'm worried about the extreme danger of, like, what if he just dissolves the Justice Department?
1: like that's that's possible it's not beyond the pale he could yeah. do that i mean that's not i mean that would be beyond the pale that's not beyond reason that yeah. he would have the ability to do it's that it's not
0: beyond something. possibility if he just decided to gut the justice department and nobody not enough people in congress because there's people in congress against him but like there's not enough to come out i think and split from like the other part of the party that's like diehard
1: supporting him right cuz like right now McConnell's position is we can't put legislation in place to protect Mueller because there's no way Trump would fire him, and if he gets fired, uh his next position would be like, well, it's probably for the best anyway, let's move on yeah um and, and so um
0: that's like but the thing is if he fires sessions, does he walk into another uh um obstruction of justice uh snare
1: uh yes. But I mean, if he just keeps firing people till there's no one left to trial him, eventually he'll just be able to run around and destroy people's lives for all four years unimpeded. So it'll basically and, be like they'll be yeah. like,
0: "All right, well, you fired Rosenstein. We're going to put this new because guy. In- he- we're going to put this new guy in place. Fired. All right, well, we're going to put this guy in place. Fired. All right, we're going right, to put this guy in place. Fired. Fired times infinity. Go ahead, but, try uh, me.
1: Uh, I mean, he's. But I mean, he's also hurting a lot of people in America. Yeah. And I'll get to that in a little bit. But um. It's like, how, think about how long it takes you to build a sandcastle versus someone just run around, exactly. run along and kick it down. So if he just yells, fire... And the amount of destruction he can cause in four years will take us, you know, generations upon generations to fix. Well, I'm not we're not going to fix it one-to-one. You know, we're not lis- going to fix it in four years. I was
0: listening to a thing the other day, and I'm already I'm already operating under the assumption that we're done as a superpower, and we're even even once we get rid of him, I think that maybe the damage is insurmountable. The thing I was listening yeah. to, they were talking He's about... It's
1: definitely going to position China in such a way that they can absolutely yeah. crush us cuz for for instance he's calling all troops out of South Korea which is like China's number one foreign policy goals right and they just met it yeah. so now that's furthering their their ability to become the leading superpower in the world they're not right. there yet but give it like 15 years and they will be an well, insurmountable yeah. number 1
0: and that's that so that's the whole thing is like while we're doing this uh, I was listening to NPR, and the guy brought up a good point, and it's not that the tariffs against China are a bad idea, it's that we're we're, we're living in a 24-hour news cycle, and that's about as far as our policy goes, you know, he talks about in China, they have like a 10-year, a 5-year, 10-year, a 20-year, 50-year, like a 100-year economic plan. All of this stuff that they're doing is part of a very slow uh, economic plan to get where they want to go. Okay, so their, their, their right. cities are some of the most polluted in the world right now, right? But they've made a commitment to green energy and artificial intelligence such that they know it's the future. And if it takes them 100 years to reach it, they will come out on the other end, number one, because they
1: are investing in it now. We are going backwards. Even if they're not personally using the green energy even now, if they're producing the... if they're producing it, then they're selling it to people and they will rule the market on it the same way they rule the market on cell phones and yep. making Trump ties. And the and other thing else. that they
0: had, even if we were really like, un- if we understood that and we were fighting to keep up with them, they have an advantage that we don't, and I'm glad that we don't, but it's still a disadvantage on our part in that China can throw unlimited amounts of human suffering at a project and get it done. Yeah. We, we kind of don't. That's why their factories have suicide nets under the windows, ours don't. But you can get yeah. a lot done that way that you can't get done the other way. Like there was a story about the new iPhone was coming out. Something was wrong with the screen the day before. They forced all their workers to stay and fix like thousands of iPhone screens, like replace them, right?
1: Shit. So yeah. that they
0: didn't have to delay the release of the new iPhone. You can't do that in America. They gave them a glass of tea and they were like, "Go back to work." And they're like, "All right." We, that, you, it's, it's that's hard to beat. You gotta, you gotta really so. Not only is that hard to beat, but we're we're just like we we've affected we've effectively been paralyzed and decapitated, and it looks like for the next four to eight years uh, we will be kind of less and less on the world stage and may never be able to
1: catch up. Yeah, uh, let me uh, God, run through two other quick wait because we're at the one hour mark, All right. so uh let's see trump kills a lot of people uh here we go trump moves to remove the obama rule that US, the u.s has to publicly admit how many civilians we've killed in military action most transparent administration ever ladies and gentlemen yeah who of is course. a warmonger again of course he does Of course, yeah. And uh, Trump hurts even more people. He is going to try and deport 50,000 Hondurans who've been living in the United States since 1999, ever since Hurricane Mitch slammed their country and killed 10,000. They now have 20 months to leave or they'll face deportation because Trump is a fucking monster. Yep. This is why Mueller needs to hurry up and get rid of this guy. Well, the problem uh, is, though,
0: he can't hurry because if he hurries, he makes a misstep. Right. It's all, all of it's history all
1: is going to be all of history is going to be looking at what Mueller did forever, and we can never let this case get relitigated after it's done. Mueller has to. That's the reason why we know those 49 questions came from Trump's camp and not Mueller's because there were spelling errors, and Mueller is making sure this shit is airtight. Yeah. So while he's doing everything by the books and perfectly, Trump is just like floundering and losing doctors and lawyers and everything. Yeah. So. Um,
0: yeah, it's you know it's it's tough, but like I don't know, and, and like maybe it's because I changed diets. I'm not as angry. I'm more. I've I've gone through that weird like the five stages of grief with this president, and I think now I'm on acceptance of America becoming a second or third rate power again. You know, yeah. Like I'm yeah. like ah, yeah, we well, you know we used to be. We were at one point. Maybe we'll be again. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I yeah. mean, the only thing that I like about America being the number one power over China. Again, is that China seems to have no cap on human suffering, and America has a little bit of a cap. Uh, So I I would much rather work in an American factory than a Chinese factory. Uh, But what can you do? Nothing you can do about it, folks. Nothing you can do. I mean, maybe the Second
1: Amendment people can go to China and do something about it, but, you know... (laughs) Yeah. So uh another another fun fact. Um tired of removing things such as climate change or equal rights from the White House Pages uh White, White House Page website. Uh they just replaced the section about the freedom of press with the section about how it's illegal to leak classified information.
0: Yeah, we're living in a weird we're living in a dumb fucking George Orwell novel. Yeah. It's like it should just be called nineteen eighty stupid, like
1: like that's yeah. such an it's evil supervillain thing to do, you know? It is. Um and uh Marco Rubio admits that uh, there's no evidence whatsoever that the money from the tax scam has been returning to the American worker at all. It's yeah. just helping corporations. I heard an interview uh, with a with
0: a with a Republican um congressman that well, they were talking about that and they said, "Well, Rubio they they were talking to this guy and they go, "Well, Rubio like has stated that like there's no evidence this is helping." And the guy goes, "You know what? I reject that question on its basic premise. And I was like, you don't get to reject a question you don't like. Answer it, you you public servant. Serve me or quit.
1: Yep. Uh speaking of Trump's lawyers leaving, the man who pilots the bubblegum rainbow submarine of candy dreams left. I actually I'm actually going to miss this guy, Ty Cobb's.
0: Uh which guy was Ty Cobb again? The guy with the crazy mustache. Was he the lawyer? Yeah, he's a lawyer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was the one that was like, the
1: lollipop guild and trumpet did not collude. Yes. He he will be missed but never forgotten. So long <laughs> his magic never leaves the fantasies of children everywhere. Daydreams <laughs> of children across the land. <laughs> oh I was hoping uh, to get to see him and his mustache in court someday representing the deplorable in chief. It would have been amazingly hard to take serious.
0: <laughs> but... <laughs> Trump did not collude! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've, we've reached the point of saturation where we're just like, we've gone insane. We're like, oh, that
1: guy was a funny-looking dude. <laughs> uh, at least we get to look forward to Rudy Giuliani standing in front of a jury screaming, America! Adam, like he did at the RNC. I feel
0: like eventually the skin suit's going to wear out and the alien that is pulling the strings inside Giuliani is going to have to reveal itself. It's George Soros, I'm telling <laughs> you. He lives inside of Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> oh, my God. Did I tell you the, my George Soros story? I got in in an argument with a guy who linked me to some crazy George Soros conspiracy site. Oh, we talked about this last time, right? Where they're like, George Soros was a Nazi, but also he's a Jew. So these Jews, I'm like, man, your conspiracies don't even make sense. So you're calling him part of the Jewish cabal, but he was also a Nazi? Ugh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we talked about it last time. Yeah. If listeners want to hear our takes to yeah, you know, the a, episode, oh, oh, I gotta, the clicks. Oh, i
0: got I to gotta add in something. So last time I was talking about I've been going after people online, and I called this guy a Nazi. Well, after the podcast, he actually sent me a message, and we kind of talked a little bit more like eye to eye. And it was great that we had a reasonable conversation. And my advice to him was like, don't trust people that tell you everything you want to hear, even if you like them. That's what I'm trying to say, man. Like, don't
1: go along I, with these people. I, I do hate that because it does sound a little bit like you're saying, oh, many sides. No, 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 no. I'm not saying many sides. I'm
0: just glad that he reached out and we talked, that we, we connected yeah. on a human level. I'm not validating I mean, his viewpoint. Also, he wasn't the one that sent me the Soro stuff. That was another guy. <laughs> I was arguing with gotcha. like, I was fencing with like three crazy people on a Facebook post all at once. I'm like the Earl Flynn of calling people Nazis.
1: Uh, so like the so the lifelong real estate mogul who promised you the sun and the moon's not gonna ha- get Mexico to pay for your racist wall, huh? Yeah. Go figure. And some people still believe he's not only building the wall, but that it's well under construction, or well underway <laughs> to being constructed. And uh, okay. F- final um thing that we haven't touched on yet is Michelle Wolf. Oh my God! Did we not talk that, about the correspondence that, dinner? We haven't.
0: That's uh. So. <laughs> So, Michelle Wolf at the correspondence dinner just laid down some savage jokes and, like, just, like, Trump was too cowardly to show up. So she went after, like, Sanders and just really, really roasted him. And then, of course, the, the right was just like, this is abominable. Uh, How dare she
1: attack? Uh, she's attacking, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders or Hucka Sanders, as I like to call her. Yeah. She's the, um, the lead press person for Trump. She goes out and talks to the reporters. So, so he here's, here, you know,
0: it's, it's like my stance, just like it was on, um, uh, old uh, she, Spicy. Is like, look, their job is to lie. I'm not mad yeah. at them for doing their job, but at the same time, I think that if you take the job where you basically have to go out and lie and tell the president's agenda, whether it's true or not, if someone goes on a roast and just makes fun of you, you chose that job. You take the heat that comes with it.
1: Yeah. And, uh, it's like, uh, she, Sarah Huckabee has resting. I'm gonna murder you face. So it's really hard to tell how she took the joke. She didn't laugh at him, of course. But mostly it was just deplorables getting really mad that um, well, two things. Two things. One is they're uh, getting mad and making stuff up to get other people riled up, saying that um Michelle Wolf called her a fat lesbian or stuff like that. Like yeah. I saw that. More than one person said, "Well, she shouldn't have called her that." I she like, didn't. "Well, she didn't." Yeah. If you listen to it, she um, she actually compliments the eyeshadow. That was not an insult; it really was a compliment. And but she called her a liar a lot. The exact quote with the eyeshadow stuff, I've got to go from memory. With this, is um, she burns? She, 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 she burns got the that. Truth she got the smoky
0: you, eye look from burning facts.
1: Right. She burns facts and uses the their ashes to get a perfect smoky eye look. Yeah. And uh, I mean, maybe. Maybe it's what Maybelline, maybe the, it's lies. But
0: everyone knows that in this climate, the, you know... Uh, somebody wrote an article, they said they knew that before this, the correspondence dinner was either going to be disgustingly sycophantic or savagely, <laughs> like, mean. And people like, that's always the correspondence so, dinner. It's like, that's just what also, it is.
1: Uh, and uh, I just wanted to go through all the hypocrisy of this, though, that um, they hold a comedian to a much higher standard yeah. than the president. Our president like, these is called the same people.
0: Of fat fat pig. pigs. She had yeah. blood
1: coming out of her wherever, you know, right. like She, she had I, blood coming out of her eyes. I can it's just I wherever. moved on her like oh, cra- a cra- crazy I'm, crazy Mika bleeding from her face yeah. after plastic surgery. I moved on her like a bitch. You can grab him by the pussy, like. Um. So he, he said he, that he, all the women that accused him of sexual assault, he's like, they were way too ugly for me to assault them. I don't know what they're talking about.
0: Yeah. So you're hold. You're you're mad because a comedian made some fucking savage jokes, and it's like. They weren't even that
1: savage. Like, she went after the press, like, the liberal press that way was harder my, than... That Punk was my Sanders. favorite
0: thing that she said. She said, you know, the press, you people, you you thought he was a joke, but you made him, and you make money off him. And that's, yeah, yeah that's exactly like Kanye with his thing. It's like they're reporting on it. They made Trump, like, and they're making money off of it. Like, they're part of the problem. Like... They're not just going out and reporting, like, facts. They're like, oh, he did something controversial. Let's, well, how, Who was it? Was it CNN that gave him, like, thousands of dollars of free advertising in the
1: primaries? Uh, I don't know if it was CNN specifically, but I remember... I, I, I think it was all of the press, cumulatively, gave him $2 billion worth of free press in the primaries. And that's part of how he is able to come out above the uh, 16 other candidates.
0: It's basically, you know... Trump and his administration are a problem. But the other half of this equation that people don't talk about, and I think that it's it's the entirety of, of the media have failed us um by becoming the sensationalist if it bleeds it leads, yellow journalism
1: that they are. And like But they also try at while they're doing this, they also try to um not say anything positive about the other side if all they're doing is talking down to Trump they're mm-hmm. like well we can't say anything positive about Hillary yeah. so let's just not say anything so the, about so her the ever is unless it's, it's, it's a scandal yeah, it's, and then we'll focus yeah, on that turned, so we can give them both airtime. It's,
0: it's turned into this warped like and I've said it before about but, the right but I say it about the but, media. But all
1: the, but all the scandals with Hillary during the campaign were all fake whereas all of Trump's stuff was all yeah. real like with Hillary it was oh she's dying she wears a catheter she carries around with her
0: The problem is that, that like, they seem to have no morals, they seem to have no ideology, they seem to have no, like, I've said the word moral fiber more than I ever have in my life, but they seem to have no higher standard for humanity. They, uh, I believe it was Malcolm X that said the media is the most powerful entity uh, in the world in that they can make a guilty man innocent, and they can make an innocent man look guilty, they could do that. They control public perception. And they've taken this power lightly and they have helped put us in this place. And they are responsible. And they have not taken their responsibility seriously. All right. So, Man, when did this go from a comedy podcast to like me just being like Mickey, what's his name? Uh, the old guy on 60 Minutes that just does those uh, Roar? Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney, right? Mickey Rooney. Andy Rooney, right? Andy Rooney, Mickey Andy. Rooney. Which one? Ah. When's the, I know there's an Andy Rooney. One's the actor. Anyway, yeah, the old guy that's like, you know what I don't like? I don't think a chocolate chip cookie has any moral fiber anymore, you know? It used to be yeah, cookie companies are accountable to the public and they stood for something. I feel like that's what I've turned into. I
1: mean, we are those shouty radio people. We
0: are those shouty radio people. Um, but, yeah, I, just, I think the media, there needs to be a media revolution, you know? I think there needs to be a decentralization of media. That's part of the problem. Yeah, Most of our stations are owned by, like what, like four
1: companies or like three people? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a handful. Oh, speaking of a few people, the um, it does look like it was just uh, the Mercers behind the whole Cambridge Analytica thing. So that whole business was always just a front for billionaires that wanted to get Yeah, if you don't know who the Mercers is...
0: are, maybe we'll talk about them next time. But they're basically these psycho right-wing billionaires that like to control what you think and how you vote.
1: Yep. And, uh, I mean, the Koch brothers are about as bad, but the Koch brothers were actually not Trump fans. Yeah. But they're sort of rolling with it now as best they can while still hating him. Right. And also, there's hope there because I'm pretty sure all the Koch's children are very left-wing. So we might see uh, left-wing propaganda coming from their billions <laughs> after the Koch brothers die. Well, personally, I, I would just hope. I
0: would like no propaganda and I would just like somebody to try to become beholden to the truth.
1: Well, in absence of any propaganda, someone's gonna do propaganda, so I said let's just go ahead and make sure the people that are correct yeah.
0: I think what's gonna happen is, right. is I'm going to disappear into I the woods
1: know. on a on a uh, muckraker's
0: spiritual journey and I'm gonna come back and to be like, These are, are the ra- these are the testaments uh handed down to me by the god of the wilderness. This is what the media should do.
1: We tried that before, and we only came back with blackfly bites. Well, you came back with blackfly blights. I came back a little bit later <laughs> with adventure stories. <laughs> I like how you called it blights.
0: That was what it was, though. Yeah. So, anyway, guys, I think that's about it for our show uh, this week, right?
1: That. Yep. That's so oh, I didn't know if you document, were like the document is done. I didn't know I if you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
0: know if you were like I got. <laughs> I, no, no, I got thirty more things I want to cover real quick. Ah, uh, ah, uh, like. <laughs> Yeah.
1: No, no, we're we're good. We uh we covered a lot. Uh, everything else is just like rants that I don't actually want to give any airtime. It's just you yeah. know, put all these things together and then I start venting. Goes just like Trump killed how many people? God
0: damn it! Yeah, we should put up a big ticker about how many people has died because of his policies, and it just goes up like the deficit every time he kills more people.
1: Yeah. Mostly Any, from Puerto Rico, but I mean, he's working on it with um, "Continuous Wars." And, never mind. Yeah. Anyway, guys,
0: uh, that's been uh, that's been it for this episode of the Mockraker, the, the Mockrakers. Yes, the Mockrakers. We make a mockery out of mockery. Uh, I'm Peter,
1: and I'm Pat,
0: uh, and uh, you know, I, I got I got nothing. I was going to make a joke about collusion, but I'm just, yeah, <laughs> it's like a hundred degrees in this closet. That's the way the cookie fiber crumbles. Because that cookie doesn't have any moral fiber.